Cause I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who listen. And if you haven't already, please go on iTunes podcast and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. How you feeling, Yaya? I'm good. You good? Mm-hmm. Hungover? Yeah, a little bit. Tired? No, where is he tired? Well, yeah, now thinking about anything I have to do when I get home, yeah, I'm tired, but right now I'm just a little hungover. Mm, well, you have to do work. Yeah. So, I, I could have got it done today, but yesterday, no, I'm just hungover. I was just too hungover today, and I just wanted to lay down. Don't you feel like the older you get, like, like I feel like when I'm hungover now, like I'm literally hungover all, all day. day. Yeah. And I'm all like, damn day. Am I drinking like fake alcohol? Is there like does I something don't know. happen it's, because this is the longest today has been the longest. Usually, and when I started noticing that it was lasting all day, um, usually I take a nap and then by the time I wake up, I'm, it's, it's over and done with. But now it's like I took a nap and I'm still hungover and it's what eight like eight p.m. Back in the day, all I needed was a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, really? I would go and get, or just something greasy, like a burger, fries, like something super greasy, something fatty, and water. And if I had to throw it up, I would like, if I needed to throw up, I would wake up early in the morning, I would throw up, and then I would like go get something to eat. And right. then I'm good. I could go to class. Now I'm like, I, I find myself on my fucking couch laid out. I couldn't imagine having a clock in and be at a desk right now. And it's crazy. I didn't even drink like that. You know, I just, um, we, I went to dinner and I had a couple, like a, maybe like I had one margarita. I had one margarita. I had a French 75. And I think I had maybe like Tino, Tito's with a splash of orange juice and cranberry. Mm. I don't know what happened. Maybe because it's like gin. You got gin, you got vodka, then you got um, champagne. Champagne. Yeah, so you had a little cocktail. Yeah, and and, so and, maybe and um, that was it. tequila. So maybe that's probably was it. But it's I was like, usually three drinks is, is nothing. I can do that. But man, I woke up this morning, my head was pounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't get nothing done today. So, but I bet by the time I get home, I probably will be better. I started prepping. So, are you the type? Of, can you work at night? Can you like work through the night? I'm. I work best at night. Oh, okay. I'm a night person. I definitely because I I gotta like tomorrow. It's, I have to get everything out out early in the morning. So I'd rather just do what I gotta do now and um, be stress free tomorrow. Right. Because I don't know what the day's gonna be like tomorrow for me. No, I feel you. How was your weekend? Um, very lazy. On Saturday was definitely a lazy day. Saturday. Steffi was over here. We went through my closet, um, took out a bunch of things I just don't care for anymore. Mm-hmm. Put those items. Well, she took pictures of me in clothes, um, and I uploaded everything on eBay and Depop. And all that's left is for me to upload the shoes. So I'm gonna do that, and after I do that, I'm gonna post it on Instagram. So you guys should see a post. If you'll maybe you'll see a post before the show comes out, but I'm selling a bunch of like 
good shit, designer shit. Some some stuff is like off brand, but it's still really really cute. I'm not ODing on the prices. Everything's very affordable, and some of the stuff, a lot of things still have tags in it, and then other things, um, I've literally only worn for a few hours. <coughs> So I'm really trying to like I'm kind of over my closet and I'm like I just I want new vibes but I made this promise new vibes I gotta stop saying vibes but I made a promise to myself that I'm like a clothes hoarder like I love clothes I love shopping Mm -hmm. but I keep everything and I'm like why do I like I have a ton of shit in here I don't like it's just here. Mm So I told myself, if you want new fall clothes, you need to sell stuff. And then you also need to um, give away and donate stuff. Right. So I'm trying to get rid of all of the clothes and shoes that I no longer wear. I'm like, right. you can go. So um, that's what I did this weekend. I've already sold a few things, so I'm happy about that. Someone on eBay had sent me a, um, an offer. They wanted to buy a shirt for $5. And I was like... That's not even worth me wa- walking to the uh, the post office. Like, what? Right. I'm not. So, you know. If you sell stuff on eBay regularly, you, you already know the shit that people try to throw at you. So I was a little annoyed with that. But hopefully I can get through all of this stuff. Because yeah. I, I want it gone. No, I think that we should really start cleaning. Because we're about to get into going to fourth quarter. We need to end this year with uncluttered. With everything being uncluttered. Right. Clear space to think and get things done with. So I'm with it. Like I did that a couple of weeks ago myself, and um, it helped out a lot. Even though I still had a whole bunch of shit. You can still hear it, Lauren. I know. She be trying to close the windows because it's you know like people be blasting music all day every day in Brooklyn. Like they ain't got no fucking. Oh my god, Saturday. Like okay, this weekend I was pretty much sick. Like I was recovering from like a cold. Uh huh. And so not Saturday is like the was the worst day because that's why like it was really a lazy day for me, and then I didn't know we was having a block party on my block. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. Man, they were blasting the music, and then the, the block behind me was blasting music, so I couldn't even. I, there was two different sounds going on, and when I mean I was so fucking miserable, I, w- I couldn't even take a nap. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't couldn't do anything, and I said, you know what? Hopefully, if I take some Nyquil, I'm t- and I'm taking some Nyquil around like. 7 30 mm-hmm. and i literally didn't wake up to the next day and i and the music was still going on when i fell asleep i said fuck this like oh my god that music was so what i mean you like things in my house were vibrating bro i that, i think that's the number one thing that i don't like about new york mm-hmm. i feel like it's always loud mm-hmm. and as we were talking about like on a previous episode like it just seems like like nobody next to you in front of you and back of you to the side of you gives a fuck how you feel mm-hmm. fuck you and i'm just like how, how could i have a fucking newborn in these apartments okay the baby be up all night crying mm-hmm. and who gonna give a fuck nobody because they want to listen to their shit they want to throw their party they want to do what they want to do so i feel like it's always I, I can't even walk down the street and talk on the phone like i'd be over it alarms right that? like it's just it's just it's just like a lack of consideration like 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 my thing is like why, why the neighbor why the whole neighborhood has to hear what you playing you know what i'm saying like i don't really care to i don't really care for that like there, there's no there's no 
I don't know. It's just like rudeness. Like I don't know. I just need to go back to Long Island, honestly. But then Long Island is fucking boring, and there's nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least for me, I I would say that. But if I was to relocate back to Long Island, I'll I'll stay in Nassau County. Maybe I'm not too far from the city, and I still have a little, a little. Now I want to say really nightlife, but there's things to do, especially like around like the mall, like there's restaurants, like Roosevelt Field. Mm-hmm. But this shit here is for the birds. Like this noise, it just does not make any sense. Yeah, especially in the summertime. That's why I'm like, you know, I'm a little happy it's getting back cold. Yeah, because. It's a little ghetto park around the corner. <laughs> it's a I just said rocking. <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't take it. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I'm always annoyed. I'm always. You say you're always annoyed? Yeah. It's noisy non fucking stop. Honestly, I just get high and it just makes things better. Mm. I just get high. I just like, I smoke my weed and. I'll just be calm and cool and collective. Sound like Steffi. Steffi just be like, I just be high. I just be it's high. Chillin'. I just be chilling. And it's crazy. It's you know it's so weird. I really just started smoking in June. Yeah. Yeah. I never was a smoker. Like I might puff puff, you know, once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sitting here, um, blowing it down all day. Like I didn't blow it down like in a couple of days or whatever. Like or I sometimes I don't blow, smoke. You weed. have a pen. I have a pen. Oh yeah. The, I like the pen because I don't like the smell of weed. So it's very light. Same. But you gotta be very paid. You gotta be very careful with them fucking pens, though, because you it's very potent. Yeah. That shit it will fuck you up like edibles, like really, 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 really bad. But I, since I learned how to smoke it now, I know how to control it. Like I know, like I just need one or two pulls. That's it. That's me. That's anything it. beyond two, and I start getting very like, I start thinking too hard. I start thinking. I get paranoid. I start hearing voices like. That weed shit, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, I smoked before I came here. I'm still, I, still not high, though, unfortunately. I'll never forget one time I was... One, it was, like, maybe one summer one summer started, like, just started. And me, Dawn, a few other people we had went out. And I took... I, like, inhaled too much of the weed. And I'm... First of all, the first thing I said that was, like, nah, I'm mad high is... It was when, um, and your flex OD, your sex OD, when that song yeah, just came out. And I was like, so we on a car. I'm like, y'all, don't this remind you of Red Nose? And they were looking at me like, <laughs> what? what? And I was like, don't it make you want to do that Red Nose dance? And I was like, what? So anyways, so we in the club or whatever, and it's like a West Indian night. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like standing there and I'm very observant, like I'm looking. And they're like, you want to drink? I'm like, I am good. No. I'm just looking at people. Like I'm looking, I'm noticing, I'm noticing everything, looking. And at some point in the club, I looked around and I was, and what I, like in my mind, I was like, these people are fucking heathens. Why? Cause you know what I mean, <laughs> yo. Girl, it was like demons just dancing, yeah, yeah, just, and the way you just, just riding, and just and I'm just looking at people, and I'm like, what? The but see, that's fuck? the thing. Like, I feel like if weed does that to us, imagine when people take these like psychedelics. Like, yeah. you taking like all these heavy ass drugs. If weed does that for me, I can imagine what that shit gonna be like. I'm not gonna lie, I had sex with the guy we were talking about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. I had sex with him. Well, this is years ago. We were high off of Percocets and fucking weed. That was the best sex I ever had in my fucking life. I had sex high one time, and it was like, we were like... 
that sh- that Lift orgasm it. was it so was fucking crazy. strong, and you just make you so sense. I'm not telling nobody to take no fucking Percocets now. Please don't take Percocets. Don't I just Percocet. saw this video about this guy on Perks. We'll talk about that after this. No, but that that was like that sex was so. It was just like mad patient, like passionate. I was like the way I sucked that boy is di- never mind. It <laughs> never mind. I'm just. <laughs> you was one of the heathens. I was. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So anyway. That was a really good high, but I mean, I couldn't like I couldn't even imagine like doing coke or some or like PCP or some shit. Like that high must be ridiculous. I'm not ready for that shit. There's this um tweet going around, a screenshot of this tweet going around, and it was like adulthood is just finding out everybody snorts coke, and I was like, that's no. so true. Wait, no, like no finding out that mad people around you snort yeah. like do coke, and I was like, that's a fact, like. You know what was a funny meme that I saw the other day? What? I, um, I saw a meme where it said, we about to be 30 years old and look how we act. I think that was the realest fucking meme I've ever seen in my life. Like, we're mad. I'm mad at mature still. Yeah, but I think people think that, like, when you turn certain ages, you're just, like, this grown up. Yeah. And it's just, like, once I turned 30, I was just, like, I'm still mad fucking silly. I'm yeah. still mad jokey. Yeah. I'm still, like running to my mom right for everything like i've been missing my mom lately like on some like i just want to like lay under her mm-hmm. and like watch a lifetime show or something like that because i haven't seen her and what it feels like forever um so i think like that's just a mental thing yeah yeah no ain't nobody so. got their shit together like, right i'm like shit i'm gonna still smoke weed i mean i'm not when i even when i have kids i'm gonna still smoke weed i just won't be in front of them yeah. you know what i'm saying and I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I've been living my best life. Like, I've been really enjoying life. And we yeah, makes it girl a summer. lot better. Yeah, hot girl summer. Way, way too hot. Who's Handle me? Gonna, Who gonna handle me? That was just... <laughs> that was definitely my... I had a really... Um, yeah, this summer was, for me... I think it's one of my best summers. Yeah. I think it's one of my best summers. Um, I felt like I got a lot of things done. Um, I felt like I got a lot of clarity on a lot of situations. Um, I don't know. I, I just been a grown ass woman. Yeah. I feel like I had a well fed summer. Yeah. Very good. I ate a lot. You did? Really? Think I so? a lot of days I was being like, yeah. But I had a good summer. Like, I can't complain. I can't. I can't complain. It was kind of boring, but it wasn't like. I was, I'm cool. Like, I can't complain. Okay. I'm like, all right. What? I just think about the summer. Like, yeah, summer. This was a very spicy summer. I was wilding the fuck out, honestly. Yeah. I think I've been wilding. But it was like, I felt like it needed to be done. Okay. You know, I felt like I had to get some things out of my system. And I still got to get it out of my system, but I'm going to chill out for now. That's the spirit. I'm gonna chill out for right now. So, me and Yaya want to throw a speed dating event. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we have women who are, like, quality women. But we need men. And I don't really know how big my... Like, how big the man... Like, how many men listen to the show. Right. But we need men. So if you're a guy and you listen to the show and you would go speed dating, can you let us know? 
Because Yaya was like, the guys she know was like, when They would say this no. a total dub. But I'm like, why? I don't know. They just wasn't interested. Like, when I did the post and everything and did the, um, like the, what you call it? The poll. Uh-huh. The guy, all the guys said no. Mm. So I don't think we should, I don't know. I think we had to approach it differently. We had to be more creative. Hmm. Okay, if you guys have any ideas, maybe you've thrown in a speed dating event before or an event for like men and women to mix or, you know, can you let us know? Yeah. Because I feel like it could be something that's like really successful. We just need to like get some men involved that is very true i've reached i reached out to one of my homeboys and he was like i could i could get some boys there like i can get some homeboys in there but i'm like all right so that's like four guys maybe i could talk to the guy who i'm like talk to right now and be like you got any friends that can meet hopefully by then he'll be okay you know be open to it too yeah i don't know i don't we gotta figure out something I think, I think we have to really think about it. And, and if we, whatever we decide, we can't tell them about it. Because we have to finesse it. Mm. I think we have to finesse it. Okay. All right. Well, let us know if <coughs> you guys have anything. Also, sorry for the music in the background. This is Brooklyn. Yeah. And especially Crown Heights. So it's a dub. Honestly. Um. Okay. Let me pull out my topics. All right, so you've put up a post about um, Khloe Kardashian in the newest episode of Keeping Up oh, with the Kardashians. Yes. So I watched it. Okay. And I just want to know, like, what did you... I didn't find it extreme? Like, I didn't find it problematic. I did. I think. I found it to true. give you guys like a brief little synopsis or whatever. The episode is basically based around like. Chloe going through her heartbreak and her throwing her daughter's first birthday. Right. And she's trying to figure out if she wants to let Tristan come or not. But you know what was problematic for me was that it's not just the birthday party. It is... What? Oh, no, no, no. I was yawning. Sorry. Oh, I'm like, something. I thought something happened. I'm like... Oh, no, no, no. I'm girl. thinking, like, the fucking computer is shutting down or something like that. No, I'm sorry. I'm yawning. Um, What I thought was kind of problematic is not so much the birthday party. It's the things surrounding, like, the context surrounding the party. So, for example, um, like, for example, she's basically... The baby has not seen her father. Like... Now, at some point in the episode... She was she was talking like he haven't seen his little girl in months. He did. That's what I'm saying. Now, I did catch on. I was like, that's what that's what was problematic for me. So is she holding the baby from him? She said, or is he at like but, camp and he just so she, busy? No, she said in the confessionals. She said in the confessionals. She's like, I, why? She's like, why can't? She's like, why do I have to? Um, what she said. She's like, why can't I heal in peace and not to see him or whatever? But I was like, you can't do that. Like what she said. She says I forgot what she said in the confessionals, but it, I, I had to rewind it. And I said, this bitch is insane because she's literally like keeping him away from her. Okay. She's literally keeping him away from so her. So I I kind of caught that at the end, but I was like, I didn't know if it was like if it it had. 
Yes, I caught that. And I was like... What, what bothers me is that, for one, I feel like... I feel like this is a this is a prime example of ancient baby mothers because you are letting your hurt get in the way of this man still raising his child. Now I know he lives in Ohio, you live in Cali, and if he can, he has the money to come out there or whatever. You the baby can come out there with him, and he has family. So uh, there was a lot of things that I took back from this episode. I said one, where the fuck was his family at this birthday party? Where mm. was his mother? Right, because she was at everything else. Yeah, she's at everything else. And she's it's not like, his, you know, his family. And my, you know, and I'm just like, yo, she's is she going to really know her Jamaican side? Like, you know, there's a big culture. Well, that is a fucking Kardashian. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But there's a whole culture that this child is never going to know about because you want to be petty and be in your feelings because she, you took back a fuckboy. Or she's going to teach it how, how best she can. Right. Yeah, well, probably with you a know Jamaican nanny. Down. Probably probably get a Jamaican nanny or some shit. But can you teach a patois? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's kind of frustrating too for me. And it was literally what she was saying in the episode is like, like I'm hurt. I just don't want to see him right now. And 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 she didn't care if it affected true. Right. Because at first the way I was looking at, it, I was just like, all right, like she's going through this breakup. She's uncomfortable. I probably would feel the same way. I would not keep the child away from their father. I just wouldn't want no parts. Like, I would set shit up to where, like, someone picks the baby up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all both have the money. that's what they have to do. But I also, like, when I, judging from the court papers from Tristan Thompson's first baby mother and how she was like, he hasn't seen his kid more than nine times. I'm like, shit, does he go hard to see his kids? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But I just know which I'm going based off of what she's saying, and it seemed like she doesn't give a fuck if she sees true or not. Cause she's like, why do I have to see him? Yeah, she's like, like, I'm tired of always being a bigger person. But it's but it. it has, and then she also made it seem like anytime she lets her see him, he turns it into um him seeing Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, and, and, and that could be and her. that could be very true as well. But, but it, to me, that it's easy to be like, all right, Kim, be home right now while he's here yeah. or a, my assistant or something. That's like, they what I'm have saying. People they have place. people in place. It's like it, does, it takes nothing to create like a liaison situation. You guys right. have the funds to do it. So there's no reason why that this girl is this little this child is, shouldn't have her father at the birthday party. Now Tristan ended up coming to the birthday party, but for it to be even well, was a topic freaking of this, out there, I was yeah. Like, oh. And even it's like even just think about it. Like even the idea of. <clears throat> of the fact that they even consider like her and Courtney were like yeah maybe you should invite me like we, we're gonna invite un- uninvite Tristan to his own daughter's birthday party yeah and that's when Chris Jenna had to step in she was like no wait that's not right that is his child too and, you know like and I'm like this is the most immature petty shit I've ever seen in my life like I'm really witnessing it and no and it, I think it went over a lot of people's heads because one she's a white woman and she may not be as aggressive as a black or brown woman would be because let this been a, been a black China Black China would have been all over the fucking blogs. Right, and right. No, and it's like, no, the shade room, the neighborhood talk, ball alert. Um, no, nobody picked this shit up at how she was not allowing this boy, this man to see his child. Because she's, like, she's literally saying, I don't want to see you. If I have to see you for, tr- uh, for true, I don't want to see you. It has nothing to do with me. I want to heal in peace. This has, I'm like, sis, you don't even have to go that route. You know, and that's what was pissing me off. Because I'm like, dang, you know, if it was us, one of us, let it have been... Let it been like a fucking um, Jennifer Lopez or, you know, or someone like me or Lauren. We would have got fucking dragged across social media. 
But no, it's okay because she, you know, she's a white woman and she was just being passive. She was not being so aggressive. Like, no, this shit is still fucked up. Some a kid is being affected by this. So how would how could you explain the fact that your child did not go? Like your fa- the child's father was not at the birthday party. Right. They're gonna look and be like, "Where's daddy? I come out on the photos of daddy at the party." Well, I uninvited him, told him not to come. Not because he's a, t- a bad parent and he was never active in- to begin with. Because no, he daddy had hurt me. That has nothing to do with truth. But I feel like that's most situations. And it's not okay, but... Man, listen. I know situations and people be going through shit all the time. And they put their petty differences aside and they are there for their kid. You know, you, gotta, you have to learn to separate the two. But also, a lot of people don't know how... A lot of people don't know how to do that. A lot of people don't know how to... A lot of people... You can't even hold conversations with some people. Like, <clears throat> and it's true. not even on a level of something that deep. No, it is. That's you know what very I'm saying? True. And you can't even, you can't even sit down and just have, and like, just put shit on the table and, you know, come to an agreement. A lot of people, you can't do that shit. Um, and I also feel like sometimes, especially with fathers, like, sometimes in a sense, like, they kind of, they just disappear in the back. Because, well, I'm going to fight with you all day for it. Yeah. And I totally get it. You should, like... You should fight for your kid, but also, you know, that shit kind of seems draining. Like, um, that clip was going around with Demarcus Cousins, him talking to his baby mother. He wanted his kid to come to his wedding. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the baby. Okay, so we only got a little bit of the clip. We don't know what happened before, and we don't know what happened after. But they were on the phone, and he was like yo like can my child come to the wedding and she said no and i was just like in my mind i'm thinking like why is that a no like yeah let them take pictures let the kid like this is going to be this child's stepmother right why not yeah what um and then the clip literally he said he was like yo i'm gonna put a bullet or or i'm gonna fuck you up or something along the lines of i'm gonna hurt you and then the clip ends yeah and then it just goes out um but it's just really fucked up what like parents have to go through with one Mm -hmm. another um just because there's so much hurt there for the man and for the woman Mm -hmm. and i just think it sucks that two people can't come to common ground for a child i think so too and that's what that's what frustrates me because i the way i was looking at it i was like dang like I said, True's not going to know her Jamaican side. I already know. We already know that. Um, and on top of that, it's, it's like you are being petty. And it's like you, you're getting back at him, making him pay for it. But you're not, not, letting, not understanding that True is going to suffer from this as well. She has a whole lineage that she's not going to know because you're in your feelings. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's going to stay like that forever. I'm pretty sure Chloe's definitely going to get over it and move on with her life. But... It's like for the time being, like this child is one years old. This child, you know, like children know the smell of their parents. Like they know the sound of their voices. It's important for them to have that, you know, to be able to identify with that. And if like for you to keep him, her away from him because you're in your feelings, it's trash. And it, and it made me think about. Cause I was talking about it with this girl earlier, and she was just like, you know, it was so crazy. So it's like black men go literally date outside of race, thinking that they're gonna avoid this. Oh. And then, and I was like, exactly. And I said, I totally agree. Wow. They, black men think yeah. like this is like this is like you know, 
a, a peaceful land where you know this doesn't exist in the white there are no community. Problems. There's no problems. And like I said, and, and I'm like the only reason why it hasn't been over the all over the blocks is because the way she 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 just she wasn't too quote unquote ratchet or ghetto. But at the end of the day, the, it's the same thing. You keeping him away from his daughter because you're in your feelings, mm. which he's entitled to be upset. But that has nothing to do with True and Tristan's relationship. Yeah, you made the decision to like create a human with another human. human. Yeah. And so that person is half of you and half of them, and you have to do exactly. your best. Exactly. And that was my issue. And I, I, I was so many things was going on while I was watching that. I said, "This chick did this, this chick just say what I thought she just said?" And she said, "Okay." Yeah. Yeah, I caught that kind of like at the end when she was talking about how like he had came over, and she was like, "Well, he was like, well, can I see her?" And I'm like, "Can you see her fucking daughter?" Yeah. Because I think she'd be no like, no. one should have to ask. Because he was, yeah. So just like, okay, well, I, like, even even though he said that like, he wanted to see Chloe, right? At, before he said he wanted to see Chloe, he's like, well, I'm going to be in town for a little bit. I could, I'm, after practice, I'll be able to come around 7.15 while she goes to bed at 7.30. The little girl could stay up or have one night by her, you know, stay up or whatever just to be with her father. It's not that fucking serious. Like, you're, you're trying to find reasons to be, you know, being like a bitch. It's not like you don't pay for help. That's a fact. So you just find a ways to be pe- like petty. I don't, I don't, I don't like this shit. And I was like, that's fucked up. That's why I thought it was very problematic. And it's like, like I said, it, and I hated the fact that it went over everybody's heads and no one said anything because she's a white woman and she looks like a damsel in distress. No, she's not. She still is a uh, a mother to a child and he's a father to a child that right. deserves both their parents and their lives. I agree. Yeah, it kind, of, yeah, it was alluding to that, and I was just like. Hmm. But yeah, but let that been black man. If Black China would have did that shit on Zeus to Tiger some shit, that shit would have been First everywhere. All, they would have tore China apart. All the Kardashians would be taking Black China to court if she was keeping Jane from Rob. Man, please. That's why I said like it's, they're full of shit, and that's why I said like you know what. That's why I'm glad that Chris Jenner never intervened and put our two cents in. They they would have. Courtney would have put the battery in, in, in Chloe's back and would have been like, let's un- uninvite him. Right. And Courtney got her own fucking But issue. then I was looking at it, when Courtney said that, I'm just thinking to myself, like, sis, all this, like, I've been watching the Kardashians since that shit started. So I'm like, all that shit that Scott did to you? Yeah. And, and you, you could sit down with the nigga? Mm-hmm. The nerve. Girl, it, 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 And then now he dating a little, a little, a 21-year-old and you be letting your kids around them and they seeing that? You think you could tell Scott that he can't go nowhere? Scott got a fucking key. After, or probably to all their homes. Right. So you telling me you wouldn't tell Scott Dizek not to come to... If that was you, you you would not be telling Scott to do that. Okay. Please. Because Scott done play her forever. Ever. Forever. And turn around and be with the little girl that I used to babysit. What are you doing? And going on fucking family vacations with her. So please miss that shit. Is just, it was just so hypocritical. It was a lot. The whole episode was a lot for me. If my man was dating a woman that was very underage, like if my man was like Scott Disick, like thirty eight, he dating a twenty one year old. You can't have my kid around seeing that. It's too weird. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Like you can go on vacation with yourself, but you having my my kid seeing that, my daughter might think that's cool. Mm-hmm. And they live in such a highly publicized world. It's like. It's so easy for them kids to go and read something and see something online and for their friends to be like, yeah. your mom's Courtney Kardashian. Like, you, mm-hmm. you know kids. And the way kids give it up. Mm-hmm. I heard your dad's with a young one. Like, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Mm-mm. 
that's one thing I would put my foot down on. I'd be like, listen, you could date her, that's fine, but you can't have my kids seeing you date this underage chick. That's weird. I mean, I mean she's of age, but she's... Because I, I feel like even at 21, I still had the mindset of an 18, 18 19-year-old. It's, it's to a certain extent. Like, yeah, I had a little bit more experience. I've been out of high school. I've been doing a lot of things, working. But there's nothing... That I, there's nothing for me to discuss with a 38 year old. Oh, that's too weird. That's just like um, I sent you the post of Jacob York, and that. Yeah. So this model had ousted Jacob York, who is Karuchi's manager, and back in the day he was with Shakana, um, simply Shakana, mm-hmm. like that Instagram girl who now looks like a totally different person. Um, I just seen her. I was just like. When you said Shekana first, I thought I was thinking about uh, Tiny's friend Shekana. Oh, no. I'm talking about, uh, or is it Shanika? Shanika Adams. Oh, Shanika Adams. Shanika Adams. Not Shekana. I'm, I'm mixed names up. Shanika Adams. Um, so, an Instagram model basically like put messages out there with... So, she said she was contacting him because she was trying to get him to manage her. So, she put these, te- she put these text messages up between them or, or DMs with basically like her trying to meet up with him, trying to hang out with him, I guess trying to have like a meeting. Mm-hmm. And he's just basically on some creep sex shit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he took it as like her trying to fuck with him and he took it... He took it as, oh, it's a new chick. She want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to talk to her. Um, and she was just like, I'm trying to get work. 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 But the whole time I was reading it, I was just like, like you said, first of all, everything was super confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like, if you're a model and the first thing some men come at you with is some creep shit, 86. Why are you still having a conversation? Why are you meeting up with him for lunch? When he's making sexual gestures at you, why are you still like... First of all, I'm not even going to correct you. I'm going to be like, oh, I see what time it is. In 2019, alright, he on some creep shit. I'm out. Like, and then when I went to her page, you seen the girl. She was young as fuck. This girl's like 18, but she literally looked like 17. Like, she looks 16, 17. Maddie Young in the face. I'm like, first of all, these niggas don't care who they talk to. Second of all, young women, like, stay away from these grown-ass men. They don't fuck you or try to fuck you. Mm-hmm. To them, you 18, legal, let's go. I was just reading, this, I was just reading the messages the whole time, like, why are you still texting him? Why are you still hitting him back? But, my, but fuck that. Why is he even entertaining? He gave her number. He solicited his number, and I felt like he was looking for something in return. Like, why are you even entertaining her? And if if, for any, if it was really business, he purpose, was looking for, for p- pussy. pussy. But he made pussy. that clear the whole time he was texting her. But my, that's how I read it. Yeah, but my thing is like, at the time, but, think, but even think about it this way. Back in what I think, what the exchange information went back in what. The end of 2018. She was like, you looking for a sugar daddy. And right. So my thing is like, yo, like she's 17, 18 at that time. What the fuck are you doing giving her your number out to be, to begin with? Oh. This, this, I think that what that post was on the neighborhood talk. Uh, or the shade room. Hollywood unlocked is where I found Yeah. Y- y'all get a chance to look at the post. It shit is kind of sick because I'm just like, this girl, this girl here is probably at the time was a fucking minor. Also, the thing, the, t- the messages was years ago. It was, it was like November, with the DMs that he put. Yeah. It was like from November 
um, November or October 2018. Okay. We, we're pretty much at the end of the year 2019. Right, right. So she probably she just... She was a, probably a minor. What the fuck are you doing? And look this? it up. Like, if you see her face, like, just her overall. Like, Body. when I went to her page, very, I said, mm-hmm. I could clearly see that this girl just got out of high, high school. school. Yeah, she looks... She not looks a day young. over. She does not look like... You know, she don't even look like she's fucking 21. He's trying to get news. Yeah. And I'm just like... But then if she said... But she said, like, the... Fr- See, this is what was confusing about the post. I, what I felt, like, the thing with Hollywood Unlocked, it was, to me, the post was all over the place. Because I'm like, okay, the model put out some screenshots, but then he said it was screenshots that the, her friend sent her or something like that because then he has DMs. The friend DM'd... Um, the friend DM'd Jacob. But why? I think because the friend was the one connecting Jacob with girls. That's what it looked like when I read the friend's DM. I went on her page. Okay. And she posted everything. And then I read that. And I just want to tell young girls, like, leave these old, leave these creeps alone. If you are... 18, 19, 20. I'm sorry, but if a man is over the age of... If some man in his 30s plus trying to make sexual advances, trying to talk to you, leave that nigga alone. But, but also, too, like, you should be having some type of manage, manager. There's no reason why you guys are communicating through DM like that. Like, sometimes I understand that happens, but conversations like this should always be via email. And I feel like also, like, a hundred times out of ten is some man being a creep. I've heard of more men being a creep than success stories out of a beautiful woman DMing somebody right. trying to get management. No, he's going to try to take advantage of the situation. Even when he was like, all my girls do for me and I do for them. And then she's like... What is her... Hold on. Go back oh. to your, I'm going to go back to you. Oh, no, I found it. I found her. Val, her name is Valerie Batala. That's the name of the model. And she has a whole... Man, well, Management in her um I saw that state management, which yeah, looks state, like yeah. a professional. Like what? Look how young she is. This this is a child. Oh, that really means a lot. This is a so, whole child. Um, that's what took me out. Listen to what she has to say. And I really just wanna tell you guys the truth. Because I'm not gonna let people sit here and, you know, make up lies about me. So, first and foremost, I never sent this man any nudes, point blank period. I don't know where people made that up or where they saw that, but I never sent him any nudes. Second of all, people want to be like, oh, how did the nudes just accidentally pop up? Or how, or, or she was setting herself up. Like, why would you just have nudes in your phone? You don't need to stop over here acting like y'all are angels. Everybody has taken nudes before, this okay? Like Everybody a, has like, like you're so young. Yo, looking at her face, it just makes like she looks like she's fucking fifteen. She looks so young. You know, and my thing is, so now there's nudes. Like I'm, I'm confused. Okay, now. so she said that she, she said that they were having lunch and she was showing him pictures. Sorry. <laughs> she said they were having lunch and she was showing him pictures, and she was um, and some way somehow. I get you know how sometimes you'll click through you showing someone pictures in your phone and then you swipe and it's a nude. Mm-hmm. So as I read this story, I was just like, all right, like a, a typical a model is outing a typical creep. But what set me back is when I went to her page 
And I said, this is a young fucking woman. Mm-hmm. Like, and you could clearly see it. And I was just like, he's disgusting. Yeah, that shit was, a, like, if y'all get a chance, like I said, her Instagram name, the model is Valerie Batala. If you go on there, this girl looks like her. She's, you could tell she's still wet behind the ears. Yeah. And and I'm like, eat, like you you was talking to this woman and this little girl, and y'all went on on, a, on dinner together by yourself on lunch together. No one was concerned. Maybe they thought that was his, his child. Maybe that's the thing, you know. But this young woman, matter of fact, she was a child technically. She was still a fucking minor when you guys exchanged information. That's scary. That's why I want to teach these young girls to stay away from these fucking grown men. Like, if they're not in your family, like, sure. you should not be talking to, especially, like, you need, first of all, you need to have a parent, a big sister, yeah, like, yeah. somebody around when you even meet with it, because he's like 40. Mm-hmm. You and shouldn't be meeting with him alone. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, yeah. It, like, I don't care if you fuck you 18 years old or not. Like, you should not be meeting with no, because anybody can take advantage of your, your mind. Like, listen, I understand that when we when we turn 18, we think we're grown. Even, not at all. Uh, you didn't think you were grown? No, no, no. I, no, I was saying, like, oh, I was following up oh. with, not at all. Like, y'all, you know, I understand that because I thought I was grown. I remember on my 18th birthday, I went into the tattoo parlor and I turned my ass right around because I thought I was grown. I said, nah, I'm too pussy for this. But, <laughs> but with that being said was that you have not lived at all. You don't know when somebody's finessing you. You don't know when somebody's trying to run game or trying to use you for something or try to take advantage. Like, you guys don't know. And I understand that all of us have different life experiences and different journeys. But if you never had worked nowhere, you never had to go through struggle or anything or or do anything, you really just need to have somebody there who is more keen and a little bit more privy to, to certain things. Especially when you're trying to get into, like, acting and modeling and things like that because... That's what they do. They prey on young girls to have sex with them, which is sick. Cause I'm like, you can have all the pussy in the world. You want to fuck with a young chick? I don't know why. Like that's to me, it's just something mentally wrong with you at that point. But you're gonna end up getting hurt. You're gonna probably end up on drugs. You don't know if somebody's gonna fucking, um, you know, Rage. lace your drink or something like that. You know, exactly. So you you guys have to be careful, right? And that's why I'm like, I really want to, you know, teach young women to like. You know, it's just so easy for, like you said, you think you're so grown because you're 18 and like kind of like the world is in your hands and you finally feel like you have some type of um, freedom. freedom. Um, But trust me when I say there's a whole bunch of people around that are just there to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. And they know it's easy. Mm -hmm. And um, they know how to talk to you. They know how to make you feel like you're grown. And like you, oh, like... Yeah, like, you young, but, like, the way you talk. Nah, baby girl, like, you're young. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be young. I also just feel like we we also live in this day and age where, you know, young girls don't look like young girls anymore. They don't. Like, I look at, if I didn't, if I didn't know who Kylie Jenner was, like, if she just popped up one day, I would not look at her and say she's 22. Mm-hmm. Definitely would think that she's in her 30s. Mm, she's like... 29 30 yeah 28 30 you know what i'm saying and um and i i see that a lot now and it, it kind of scares me because I, I know it's a whole bunch of predators out there like yeah mm-hmm. and then sometimes like sliding and, and right sometimes with these there. young girls too like they lie about their age because i mean like i don't i don't expect no guy to be like let me see id when you meet because I, I don't mm-hmm. guys don't mean to come up to me like that so if you guys are dressed like that i looked at age i mean look like that and you guys are that age you guys gotta be careful 
because now they're gonna expect certain things from you they thinking that you're a grown-ass woman because now you might even lie about your age which i don't suggest any of you do please don't because i never was a girl to lie about my age i let people know me either and you know i never did that i didn't like it and because my mom always told me like don't be the reason why somebody gets in trouble because if you're not honest somebody's gonna get in a lot of trouble and i i don't like to have that on my conscience at a young age i don't like to have things on my conscience i just don't like it so you know you trying to be grown and fast and you lying about your age like i have friends that did it and i said I'm, y'all wilding and don't get me wrong there were some guys like i could tell you that tell them that i was 15 years old they didn't care right but I, now when i look back on it i'm like yo something this that shit is very sick but the guys that i did tell they was like oh i didn't know all right thank you for telling me and they backed off you know what i'm saying so you know just don't it's, it don't be no rush to move so fast and grow up so fast because trust me when you start paying them bills you're gonna wish you was that damn age again <sighs> Also, no, no fun. Just because it's legal, don't make it right, and don't yeah. don't rush into things. Like I, I feel like <sighs> it's even worse now. But like, <coughs> it's so easy to rush into things and to like want to live such a fast paced life. And um, I feel like with social media, it's so easy to be like to look at other people's lives and just want to live that and be a part of it and do all of that shit but like trust me take your time men ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. like i don't know i just feel like it's a bunch of like sick mm-hmm. ass people just taking advantage of people out here and it's very disgusting it is and so like look after yourself and like please take your time and don't be in a rush and don't be in a rush it's not even worth it yeah i'm trust me sex is not even all that great sometimes with some of these motherfuckers that's a fact like some of these niggas it's really suck in bed like, terrible trash like you gonna want to take a few bodies back yeah you're not even gonna count them you know what's so funny i thought this guy fucked like like my second he was my second i thought he died this week and i was like in my head i was like dang i can run him off my list oh my god yeah. <laughs> i was like yes i was like and then when I, fell, I realized he didn't die because I ended up hitting him up just to make sure he was still alive and he responded to me and I said oh god okay I guess I had the same number still I had a guy lie to me about his age before I did too um I was talking to this guy who lives in Philly and one day I was one weekend I had went to go visit him and we went out and he loved hookah so we went to this hookah spot and he had out his ID and I picked up his ID because he African, he got mad names. So I'm like, yo, let me let me see what his name really is. Cause, uh, cause he be lying about some shit. So I was like, let me see if his real name, his real name. Or what is his name? Like, mm-hmm. I just want to know what his name was. I was looking at his birthday. And I was like, just like, 90, 90, what? what? Like, and so I was like, yo, you lied about your birthday to me? Because if I was at that time... I was 28. Okay. And he was literally, he was either 25 or 26. Yeah. And I was like, yo, you lied about your birthday to me. He was like, you was not going, you would have never dealt with me. (coughs) And I'm just like, and he was like living like a grown man, like had his own place, doing his own thing. Yeah, like. You know, they all do what they do mm. and they live in nice places and have nice things and and he like I thought <coughs> I always thought I was one year older than him. So he was like, Yeah, cause like I, you wanna talk to me. And so that means when we were dealing with each other that I was like 
25 and he was 22 like really or like 21 22 yeah. which is not like the biggest craziest gap but like it I is kind of it is because 25 a 25 year old and a 22 year old is still mentally are two different people right right especially a woman um like yeah woman. and they really like i was just like Never had a man lie to me about his age. Wait, so actually, the guy we saw earlier today, when we first started talking, mind you, we were fresh out of high school, and he told me, well, I was eighteen. He told me he was like twenty one, twenty two. I went on Facebook. I saw this motherfucker say he graduated in two thousand nine, and I said, okay, this motherfucker must be dumb then, cause he got left back. <coughs> Excuse me. And I started checking more and more. I found that I saw his birthday on fucking on uh, Facebook, and I pressed him about it. I'm like, "Why'd you lie?" He got mad at me because I went snooping to find out the truth. Yo, and he was like, "Don't call my phone no more." I said, "Bye, dumbass, you fucking." We were we're the same age. What are we lying about? We're the same age. And I was just like, "That was just so dumb," and I still continue to fuck with his dumbass afterwards. But I'm like, "Why even lie about it? It doesn't make any sense." But I would never date a young guy ever again, though. Mm-mm. Not doing that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I could date a young guy either. Because I just think, like, Mm -hmm. mentally... Not doing it. It doesn't make sense to do it. But But I think with with this guy, he's actually not... He's actually very mature, I will say that. And I know it's not the case for most people. But, like, he's very much of, like... I don't know, he just... He had a lot. And we used to have a good time together. Mm -hmm. And, like, we used to have great conversations. So what happened? Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, I don't want to connect this person because. Okay. okay, forget it. Don't but we'll talk. I'll tell you. After. Okay. Yeah. One, he's a liar. <laughs> All right. Two. Yeah, no, I don't want to say it out loud. Okay. Cause All right. I feel like if you know me, but like we're not really close, but you listen to the podcast, I think you could connect. Those that, guys, okay. So. You got know, it. I want people to like. I mean, all niggas lie, so that's not the biggest. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, whatever. I actually seen him the other night, and we hung out. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Me, I ran into him with um at a club. Oh. Um, you was with Dawn? Yeah. We went to a party after. I was with him. We did that, and then we did hookah. What? His friend. You, I feel like you know him. Who? Does his name start with a D? No, his name starts with a. Same thing. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I'll show you a picture and you'll be yeah, like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, sorry guys. Um, <laughs> yo, you want to know something that's so weird to me? Hopefully, I haven't talked about this on a podcast yet, but <clears throat> I feel like I'm used to seeing white girls with cornrows. Are you, okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm like I've gotten over it. Fine. You want to get cornrows? Okay. White girls with feeding braids is what I cannot take. <laughs> what do you mean? I've been seeing white girls with feedings. You know what? I can't take it. White girls, why do you need a feed in? How do you know what a, I, I've been seeing an Asian girl with feeding braids too. Matter of fact, there was a uh, a think piece today that I meant to watch. I don't know if you heard this girl named I Am Eloho. Yeah. About the Asian girl. Uh, yeah. I meant to watch it today. And I Nikita Gun. A I mean, dragon. Or Nikita, some, Dra- Nikita Dragon. Dragon or some shit like that. 
and it's just like you know it, it, it drives me crazy because I guess this girl is trying she wearing the culture as if it's a fucking costume mm-hmm. like everything like, like everything from like it's not even like say like she just like the style and she just she is who she is it's just like she's trying to be something that she's not like clearly she has this, this she speaks like the stereotypical black woman that's from the hood and even a lot of hood women don't even speak like that um she tried to dress and walk and do certain things her hair cornrows and stuff like that and i'm just over it like when i was i'm just so tired of cultural appropriation because we can't go to certain cultures and do or go to certain countries and and go to these little towns and stuff like that i'll show you his instagram i can't see his face like it's like yeah i realized that wasn't the best picture um, but here's the thing, right? Everyone steals our shit, and we can never go and steal anyone else's. But the thing is, is we can't fucking get on the same page. There are people defending her that are black, of course, because they have no. I feel like people who people who defend things like that, they have no knowledge of self, right? So. Like I can't go to like say for example like I don't I don't think she's Japanese but say she was Japanese, right? And she was wearing and, and I was like and I wanted to be Kim Kardashian. I was like, hey, I'm gonna need my brand kimono, like she did. Um, I, it would be a problem. I think I've seen them before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know so. I think that's the problem. So I'm just like, we can't, we can't do that. Like, give black culture the respect that you would want, that you would give to other people. Yeah, don't know him. Oh. Probably seen him around, but I still don't know him. I'll I pay re- attention now. I really like his face, but he's a liar. <laughs> that aren't they all? Amongst other things. Um. Yeah, I just think. <laughs> I'm sorry for coughing, guys. I'm still getting over a cold from this weekend. I'm sorry. It's just no one, no one, no one, no one gives a shit that people jack black people swag, black women swag. Mm-mm. Nobody gives a shit. Mm-mm. Take it. Mm-hmm. You putting it out there. Why wouldn't someone else copy it? That's how they see it. But feeding braids really irk me. I don't know what it is, but like I can't take feeding braids. This Jap- this Asian woman had feet and braids into a, p- a long ponytail, like a like braided ponytail. I seen one with bo- with box braids too. Like, you know what I, I I was thinking the other day. I'm um I was thinking like how do we take control of the culture? Like how do we take it back? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we allowed so many people to penetrate and profit off of it that is like i think like the damage is is done i don't think we could take it back we, you don't think so i think right now i think the fact that we live in such like a sensitive time and a sensitive culture that like we're like no you can't do this no you can't do that for sure but they've been doing this for years and nobody ever said anything right you know what i'm saying even remember um the big hoopla with the i'm real song when j-lo was like yeah. i tell my niggas my niggas but they don't hear me though yeah and some people was mad but some people was just like yo like, like i remember b- being young and people feeling the way about it but they still let it go she's jenny from the block look and right now she's in her ghetto vibe but that's but that's but that's but okay that means 
there's a lot of Latinos that say nigga, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I don't understand that. It honestly makes me feel very uncomfortable. I told you when I was on the train, and everybody, like, I was on the train, there was a bunch of, you know, Latin, like these two Latino boys. And um, well, every other word was nigga, 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 nigga. And it made me very uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm not going to say nothing. It's, you know, it's it's like, you know, I don't want to feel like arguing. I just want to get to where I'm going. And that's that. <clears throat> and, and I'm just like, when I, but I remember I said this like maybe last summer about people saying niggas so much, especially outside of the, first of all, we really shouldn't be saying it, but when other people say it, it's like, I couldn't call you a spick. I couldn't call you a spick. I can't go around and call you, you know, a redneck or nothing like that. I can't go around and call you a sand monkey, but you can go around and say nigga. But guess what? One of their black friends will argue you down. Exactly. About that. And again, like, I just, like, you know, I met this guy yesterday. Um, he's from St. Vincent. <clears throat> and he pretty much said, or what did he say? Oh, St. Mark, one of them islands. And he was basically saying how, um, he said it was, he, it was to him, like, I don't want to, like, he just came up, he only been here for like a year or two. And he said, I don't understand why y'all use niggas so much. He said, he's like, I don't know why, like, like in the States, like, it's just overly used. And it's like, now I see other races saying it, and it makes me uncomfortable, and I'm not even from here. You know, I mean, the word is used in the Caribbean as derogatory too, but it's not as heavy, heavy as it is here. And like, he was just like, he was just so disgusted. And I was like, I, I feel the same way. Like, nigga, the word nigga will slip out for me, but I try my best not to say it. I always say men or guys or whatever. And I'm really trying so hard to not say it, period, because it's such an ugly word. I don't like using it around people that's not black. Right. <laughs> that's something I try my hardest. I honestly, I don't use it around people that are not black. Um, but you know what it is? We we too lax with everything. I had to and talk somebody. I had to check somebody recently that wasn't black. Um, well, he's yeah, Puerto Rican. Yeah, and I told him like, "Yo, you have to chill out with that. Like, you gotta first of all, you're loud, and you're saying nigga way too much. Chill out with that. Right. You know, I wasn't there saying nothing, but it's just like the people he don't surround himself with people who have knowledge of self. So he he gonna think it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like. My own, my own mother don't even say the word nigga. I think it's just it's just so much. But anyway, getting back to like the cultural appropriation, I'm just like over it. But I don't have the energy no more to fight and argue. If I see it blatantly in my face, I might say something. But I'm not going out my fucking way no more. It's I just, think they, I, what? Because it's like once what are go we back, gonna? We can't fight. We that can't shit. fight. No that. one we gives a fight. fuck. For some reason, everyone else like, and you also have to think we don't stick together. Even when you think about. The Kim Kardashian shit, kimono, mm -hmm. and how every all of the Japanese people just got together. Homeboy sent out one letter, posted it, boom, you not gonna do this, and she shut that shit down. Mm -hmm. Imagine if we shut them cornrows down that she had. Imagine if we shut just trying to just be us overall. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Everyone is out here emulating black women. And just to think, like, remember, like, back back in, like, um, I want to say the 1800s, 1700s, it was illegal for black women to wear their hair out in Louisiana. We had to tie our hair up during yeah. slavery because the white women were so insecure and wasn't sure of themselves that they thought our hair was attracting and taking their men. And so, you know what I'm saying? So this is why, I like... This is this is this is why it's serious for us. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like and I feel like a lot of black men give these non black women the pass. 
No, she's cool. That she's different this time. No, she's not. No. No, she's not. Like she you know is. what I'm saying? Like it's still you. Can, you couldn't go into her culture and do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. That's a, shit would get shut the fuck down. Yeah. You can't wake up. A black person can't wake up one day and say I'm white. Yeah. I'm Asian. Mm-hmm. People gonna be looking at you like people think they gonna think you have a mental illness. But meanwhile, I seen a video of these Asians that go into these barbershops with they fucking pin straight hair and you know what they come out with? A kinky fade. You know what? Vice just had something recently. A kinky fucking fade. Yo, they the literally heck? turn their hair into afros. Yeah, they they have perm. They get these um, perms. No, like this shit is not cool. Or even okay, <laughs> did you notice? You know Kim's best friend, that white guy. Yeah. You see his chains? Did you see them chains? I was like, did you see what? his chains? Yes. Like even the, just the whole swag of black people, they're taking it, and we literally, we've been so lax with everything that they think that shit is cool. Yeah, nah, let me do this. Let me do... You know uh, what I mean? Right. I like that his shit. I'm like, he got on some rapper shit. I'm trying to tell you... I'm trying to think of the name of the culture. It was on Vice. Um, and the thing was is that, you know, Japan... Like, a lot of Asian cultures, like, they have these communities. Or, like, these these groups of people where they might emulate... You know, one day they, 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 they're big and... Like, they might have groups of people who are heavy into dance hall, Right. In, in, in Caribbean culture, and then you have a bunch of them. A lot of them head- move to the Caribbean. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, aren't the, aren't Asians taking over the Caribbean? Like, well, I know Jamaica. They have a contract. I think something with Jamaica. They has like a contract, like for fifty years, for them to build the infrastructure, or some shit like. Because I was watching something. But I'm not mistaken. I was watching someone. Somebody was interviewing. Um, I think it was Jamaican people specifically, and they were like, "Yo, do you think like Jamaicans are losing their culture?" And some person was like. With all these Asians moving here? Yes. With the Chinese? Yes. Yes. Man. And I'm just like, we have to stop. We are literally the only people who accept fucking people and get disrespected. Yo, that's, this is what it was. So Vice had a, um, an episode about how the Japanese folks, you know, like the L.A. Chicano culture. Okay. You know, with the baby hairs and the dark lip line. That where right. They have like a whole community of people who are emulating the fuck out of the Chicano culture. They they have the the low riding cars, the lipstick, the um the they even they even rap and make music like them. They um do the eyebrows. Like it's I mean I'm telling you like it's crazy. And and a lot of ch- people from like a lot of Mexicans were like um this is our you know especially like in that California area. <clears throat> that's our culture. Like you have to see this shit. This shit is wild and it's really It's a little special on it. Yeah, it's on Vice. I'm going to watch it. And this was like it came out maybe a couple months ago or something like that, and I was watching it. And I was like, "That's really crazy because a lot of you know these Asians just come in and just take things. Like there's a big you know dance a dance hall and, and hip hop, hip hop, mm-hmm. ma- major hip hop, and now they was emulating and taking um, the Chicano culture. And I know some a lot of Mexicans have a feel away about it, and I'm like, I guess like. <clears throat> We can learn and take bits and pieces from everybody's culture to really get understanding and have create our own unique identity because there, there are certain things that, you know, that we can learn from each other. But it was like when you take on a whole identity and take it on somebody else's shit, and then on top of that, you don't even want to pay homage, that's when it's a fucking problem. Yes. And I think that's the biggest <coughs> thing when you're like... <sighs> when you take people's things but not understand the backstory and not understand like i have to do this 
this was like this is a position I was put in. Mm-hmm. I had to make something out of nothing. Um, and I think these people just wake up every day and say, "Oh, this is what I want to do. I like this. This is what I want to do." Yeah. Not knowing the backstory Story behind it, no understanding, mm-hmm. not educating <clears throat> themselves, doing nothing, mm-hmm. just being like. I want a fat ass. I want some big titties, and I want cornrows. Because you have to understand, like too, like a lot of time culture was created because of either like something political, something like something, some something traumatic happened. So people have to grow out of it and, and find the beauty in a lot of things. So you, for you, so people just wear things like as a fucking costume and not understanding where it came from. Like people don't understand why, why cornrows really was big for us, especially as African Americans. I mean, well, I will say more, a lot of black people around the diaspora, especially on the Western side, when we were brought over here as slaves, they put seeds in their braids to keep the seeds right, from, right. you know, from falling out so they could take the, and that take was food, food over here. Yeah, that was, that was their food. That was their vegetation. And they were able to plant. And, yeah, yeah, things like that. You know, and also too, cornrows and braids was a way of showing status in certain tribes. You know, and I just, that's why I just I get frustrated because I'm like people just do it and they think it's just like culture, like it, like first of it all, it looks good. It looks well, it does it, it does look good. You that's know? it. No, but that's it that, for that's, them. It, that's it. There's no cultural behind it because it's like we understand where it comes from, and also too we get our hair braided because hey, our hair will last longer. We don't have to do being our hair all all the time, and you know things of that nature, and also so we can probably grow our hair and prevent breakage and stuff. Like there's a reason why when you braid your hair, it just falls apart. Yeah. You're not supposed to braid your hair, bro. It's not. It's not, not for you. you. It's not for you, and and it gets so fucking frustrating because it's like people just do it, not understanding where it's different and why it's there. You know, like this is something that we've been doing forever, forever. But you, but you know what? It's very big amongst the Asian communities to like just take on whatever they're Persona. obsessed with. Yeah, and that's really weird because like, why don't you want to be you? you? Like they're. What I've learned is, like, they're either very obsessed with, like, being westernized, so, like, being, like... Very American. Yes, being very American or being black. Now you're saying the Chicana culture. Um, they just... I don't, it's something about, like... Even um, the Harajuku... Even though, that like, Harajuku is them, or, like... Uh, they also have a group of people that, like, walk around looking like death, like, just suicide, mm-hmm. which is, like... Huh? Mm-hmm. Why you gonna do that? Okay, cool. And one thing I took from this is, you know, when you was kids and you was in high school and like you had the emo kids, the cool kids. No, these are grown ass adults, and I that's what I think is weird to me because I definitely understand going through different stages as a kid, but like to me, when you're like thirty, mm-hmm. and you getting a perm to have an afro like a black person, and then you you call yourself quote unquote dressing like a black person. I think that's weird. Or emulating them, speaking like them. Like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, uh, did you see the video or any clips of, you remember that family with the mm-hmm. the woman who had the baby? Yes, I've seen it. And she, she put mad. on it. She tried to be a black. Okay, so the remember we were talk- maybe a couple episodes back, we were talking about how there was a football player and his wife. Matter of fact, I pulled up their names. The Prince family. The Prince family. And remember when we were saying, like, she was saying to her daughter, like, she just gave birth to her daughter, and she was just like, oh, she kind of dark, and she don't, I thought she was going to have pretty eyes. Basically, she she went on Instagram or YouTube, because they, they're, YouTube, they're YouTubers, and they wanted to do a prank, but they want to turn into a ghetto black, she wanted to turn into a ghetto black, uh, she, want, she wanted to change her identity, but she wanted to look, she wanted to turn darker, so... 
she made herself darker by putting on, I guess, some type of makeup. And then she put acting like a ghetto girl. And it's kind of frustrating because we're like, we're literally fighting this battle of not having people look at us in the stereotypical way so we can be able to fucking coexist and survive into society. And you have this other black woman, a fair skinned woman. Well, you know, her grandmother's white, her mother, her mama's half white. She thinks, you know, the way she is as a yellow woman, that that's the only way to be. And that's the only way to be prestigious or to how to act in society, whatever that means. And then you want to act like a dark skinned quote unquote ghetto chick. It was so ignorant. It was very ignorant. Um, and she kept trying to reiterate the whole time like this is just for fun this is not to be taken seriously just remember this is just a joke sis you can wash that shit off mm-hmm. but there are dark-skinned black women walking around brown-skinned black women walking around every day every fucking day going through shit just because of the color of their skin mm-hmm. and the texture of their hair and shit that they can't they can't get rid of it. So this is just a joke to you. You can wash this shit off and go back to being a fair skinned mixed race woman mm-hmm. um who lives their best life. Mm-hmm. Who will never know what it feels like to be a dark or brown skinned woman. I just don't understand why people can't connect those things. I don't know either. Like literally that's just the whole point. At the end of the day, you can take this off. We cannot. That's oh, why. but it's just a joke. It's just fun. I just it's feel just... like, no. I just feel like it's not a joke. And I would love to have a conversation with her to school her. And I just want to, I'd be like, let me tell you something. Your child is going to grow up. I think the daughter's going to be dark skinned or least brown. And she's going to always going to have, these things are on the internet. And regardless of you delete these videos, somebody probably recorded it. It's somewhere on a blog or something. And she's going to see the things that you have said. And she's going to have so many issues with her complexions and, her, and how she identifies herself. Because you are projecting that hate onto her. Like, I, I made a post maybe, what, last week or, or maybe a couple weeks ago. I said, y'all love dark-skinned men but are afraid to have dark-skinned daughters. It's so crazy to me. Like, what do you think could happen? You don't understand genetics? You don't understand how they, they work? They think it a mix like coffee. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No, it doesn't work that way. Because you can have... Like, even, like, two light-skinned people can have a dark child. Mm-hmm. You know? That's how genetics work. And it's just, like, you you guys are, are not willing to come understand that. And I'm like, if you're that afraid, then you need to just try your best to date somebody who does not look like that then. Even though, like I said, genetics do play a part. But you they have a greater chance. They somebody that look like you. Yeah. If that's the case. Because that shit is ignorant as fuck. I'm just and so tired of people. You know what? One thing I I think one thing that made me say like you know don't even waste your time arguing with people is because if you think about the first video she put out and how ignorant that was, the mm-hmm. fact that she would make a second video. I also know we live in a time of clout. I also know we live in a time of attention. And I know with like YouTubers and stuff like that, like they'll do anything to go viral. Mm-hmm. Um, so she could have been like, yeah, I know this is fucked up, but I'm going to do it because we went viral last time. Let's go viral this time. Mm-hmm. And YouTube, guess what? They make money off of that. Mm-hmm. So every time someone clicks, like all of the, all of the, um, the, all of the stuff that's brought to their page that gets people clicking, that gets people watching their, watching their videos, they're getting money from that. Mm-hmm. So they want to create chaos. They want to create conversation. They want to get tagged in these videos. They want to get tagged in these posts and stuff like that. Because guess what? It's bringing people to their page. Yep. 
Um, and the more people who come to their page, the more advertising they get. Right. So that's more money in their pockets. So even if they, yeah, they probably do. They probably like, yeah, this shit is, shit is whack or whatever. Or, um, no, this is not right. But guess what? I'm going to do it because look what it. Look at the attention we got last time. I know I'm gonna get a lot of attention by doing this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was just like, I'm not gonna watch it. I literally only saw like the clips on like what other people reposted. But I was um like, we can't pay these people attention. Mm-hmm. At all. Because that's all they out here for. It's just attention. Mm-hmm. Bring them more subscribers. Especially the ignorant will subscribe to them. Always. Other races will subscribe to them. There's even some black people who will subscribe to them. The mixed race people might feel like, oh, I have a connection with this person. Boom, subscribe. People like that, you can't waste your time you with. You can't. Not even. And she got a whole dark-skinned husband. A whole. And he oh. just there like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. And his little goofy, self-hating ass, probably, the reason, I already know that he dated, is a reason, he's married to her now because he didn't want his kids to look like her. Because ain't no man in his right state of fucking mind is going to date a woman who says the things that she says. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of deep-rooted hate in our communities and it shit is disgusting and I feel bad for these kids these kids are gonna grow fucked up it's sad it's very 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 sad um what else do I have okay let's talk about the trans woman and black girl rock okay so is that is Angela is Angelica Ross a trans woman uh, let's see. Well, while she's pulling that up, basically, I don't know if this is a, a woman or a trans woman, um, basically saying that trans, you know, they was disappointed in Black Girls Rock not including trans women in, in the award show. And it kind of went viral. It got a lot of people disagreed. There's a lot of people. Tra- yeah, no. She's a she trans. She's a transgender rights activist. Activist. A- activist. Active. Advocate. But I don't know if that's I don't know if she's a trans woman or not. So basically, she just made a tweet saying like you know basically saying to sum it up, you know Black Girls Rock should include trans women in their award show. And that it it's Black women's job to look around the room and I guess check to see if transgender women are being represented. Um no. What I took from that is, should BET have included trans women and black girls rock? Yes. I totally agree. But I yeah. don't know if I agree. I don't Why? think I agree. I feel like I feel like black women, I understand that, listen, let me put this claim out here before, you know, because I know the trans people community is very, very sensitive and be ready to pounce on somebody because their opinion differs. I feel like I feel like no. As a black woman, we every time we try to get something for us, we always have to include other people. Whether it's for laws, whether it's for to get things passed, it's it's never for us. And I feel like this was a space just for us. And we have to understand like there's certain things that are just we're not gonna be included in, which is totally okay. There's certain spaces and there's certain spaces that 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 they're not going to be included in. They don't they, like, and for us for us to be labeled like it's our fucking job. We've been taking on everybody's battles. No, no, no. 
I think it's BET's job to include trans women in the show. But I don't even think they need because to be a part of the show. In my mind, I'm like, listen, trans women are women. No. I'm not gonna let. No, not like no. They and that's what they want to. If that's what they want to identify with, you can live your life however you want to live. But this is for. It's like we we ha- we don't have any space for us. Like you know what I'm saying, just for us. And I don't feel like it's it's fair. Like it's just like I, I get that they have their own struggles, and we have our own. But I feel like this is a space for us. Because at the end of the day, it's just like yo. There's certain things that you would never understand with the anatomy that I have. And what goes through what I go through to make me feel the way that I feel. And go th- and I will never understand your struggle either. But let this be our space. If there's something else that that comes along, then fine. We can all coexist. But why can't... They, I don't think they have to be included into everything. That's the thing what I'm trying to say. Like, it should not be included with everything. But my... Okay. So, I guess my argument with that is... We don't let so many people in this shit. I get that. But it's... But I, I get that. But... Like, to me... I think, yes, it is BET's job to include black trans women and black girls. I, 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 I think so. I think so. They are black. Yeah. And they are trans women. Invite them to the show. I mean, they could be invited to the show. Have them be presenters. I, I, know, I, I believe, I agree to that, but I just, I just feel like, I feel like they're big fucking bullies now. I feel like everybody's like it's just like now and like I'm like I always I always ask myself today. I was like I wonder if the LGB gets tired of the rest of the letters in the in the community because it's just like it's becoming like it's like everybody's bully. Like you can't say shit. You can't have an opinion. Like did you watch Dave Chappelle's special? Yeah, I thought it was funny. They are boycotting that, and I'm like he said shit about us too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you can't say you can't say nothing. You can't disagree. I don't think you can boycott comedy. But they have. Unless it's like. But they're but they getting crazy. They've been getting crazy with certain comedians. Comedians and they can't even be funny no more because they have to walk on the eggshells because they have, they upset the gay community in any shape or form. They get boycotted. They get deals taken away. And it's just like, you know, comedy is not even comedy anymore. But even getting back to black girls. But why work, can't gay people get joked on? Why can't trans people get joked on? But that's what I'm saying. But it's just like, I feel like. Because at the end of the day, we all hurting you know, and we yeah. all been through shit. But exactly. Can we laugh? Can we acknowledge like. That's some yeah, funny I, shit. I I I I I agree. And I think we, we all laugh. We need to laugh at these ourselves, you know? But I just feel like I think like the one space where we can honor ourselves is like now we're being forced to be like, okay, you gotta include this group now. I'm just like, yo, we always have to include somebody in something. We always being told what to do. We always gotta carry everybody else on our shoulders. And I'm, I'm sick of that shit. Like, no. I don't give a fuck if you offended or anything. I, I, what, if they would even say, hey, we want to include, include Latina women into it. I would have said the same fucking thing. This is our space. This is but our you space. you think about it. Fucking. Oh, no. If they would have said, that oh, was the Grammys. Include, I was going to say, shit, J-Lo did the Motown. Um, and did a terrible job. Well, she performed the. She can't sing. That's the only issue. She can dance and stuff like that. But she, you know what I'm saying? Well, guess what? The person who basically was like one of the creators of Motown, they're cheering her on. You did she, great. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, even, like I said, it could have been an Asian Asians they, that had made an opinion saying we need to be included, Latina women. It would have been anybody. I would have said the same thing. And I'm like, I'm just so tired of black women having to be inclusive with everybody else when nobody includes us in their fucking narrative. And. I, and I, I am for trans people, men and women. I, 
I think they should live their lives. I think they should have their rights. I don't think they should be getting killed or whatever. But I'm just so tired of fucking people just trying to tell us that we need to let people into our space. It's a big a space for us to celebrate what we have we what we have been going through and the, and the fights that we're still fucking fighting every damn day, and to celebrate black women that who are activists who are active in their communities all day and all day long, and giving back. Now, what I did not agree with is the person saying that the black woman in that space, like who got invited there, should have looked around and should have basically kind of acknowledged that there were no trans woman there that's not their job it's not it's not it's It's not 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 their job job. it's my my night of a celebration if that's what a person chooses to fight for fine but you can't put you can't put all of that on someone who's fighting their own shit exactly fighting for things that they're like there are like i think what we need to understand is we all have things that are important to us right and we cannot beat what's important to us down other people's throats. Exactly. They're just not going to get it. Exactly. And a lot... Of, yo, it's not their battle to fight. It's your battle. Find a group of people who but it, are... It, it's inconsiderate because it's, we still, we're still fighting a plethora of battles. I'm trying, to think of, I'm trying to think of one that we have actually won. But sis, we're so known for just... Oh! Here goes another battle. Oh, let me strap it on my no, back. And let that's me, why I, and that's what let I'm me saying. Let me put like, it in this no. compartment that people feel like we need to take care of everything. It's like a sense of entitlement and I'm fucking tired of it. And that's and, and I want to if any trans if we have any trans listeners, it's no shade to you guys. It's no it's I'm not picking on you guys or whatever. I'm just speaking from a black woman who's fucking tired. And I ain't even touched 30 yet. You know, my mom about to be fifty five next year, next month. And she Happy birthday, mom, early. <laughs> she, you know what I'm saying? And she's still battling battling a whole bunch of things. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, this is a moment for us to celebrate the ones who are the black women who are um who have so much built up against them. I'm not saying that you guys don't have your own battles. That's not what I'm saying. Because you do. Have, you we do. see them. We see them. We acknowledge them. We know they exist. And I hate the fact that you guys have to go through so much and can't live your life in peace. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so tired of us having to be, have to include everybody into our celebration. Anytime we have a win, well, why you didn't tell that person come on? Well, you should take on this battle. Like, no. But I honestly I, feel like that's what every fucking thing. I'm like, I'm tired of it. I'm like, no. I think like, let us have our space where we can do what the fuck we want. I'm tired of being told what the fuck to do. Like this is the night of celebration for young black girls and or in, in you know black women across the across the board where we can have conversation and celebrate. You know, I had to get I had ovarian cancer and I had to get them removed, but this inspired me to do this. You know, I had this issue and whatever, and this inspired me to do that, and this is why I'm helping the community. Like, this is to celebrate the beauty of being a woman, and then it's just like now you're gonna tell me what the fuck I have to do. Like no, it doesn't also, work that way. Also, things gonna get to a point where people don't just don't do shit. Like yeah. you know what? Let me take this award show away. Let me cancel this event. Yeah, it's too much because you can't like, bully your way into shit like that. Like let it happen naturally. And I'm like, you guys, like I said, like it's a battle and it's a fight and it's unfair. But like I said, black. There's some things that a lot of black women still can't be a part of, and we are making our own way. We have did our own thing. We're still bringing ourselves in our own in our own light and our in our own spaces. You can do the same in yours. And nothing is wrong with that. 
Like the same way how there's like you know Latinas felt like they weren't getting the the the, the recognition that they did that they deserve. They did their own thing too. They're not looking for inclusion. So are the Asian communities. So it's all these other communities are happening. Like you know, and I just feel like sometimes the trans community can be real big bullies, and they you can't say shit. You can't have an opinion, and you know, and I, you cannot force that. You cannot force that onto us. That is not our job. That is we have we're fighting. Our, should we still trying to make sure we get fucking hired down the street just in case somebody don't you know. Wear hair, you know, about hair. Wear hair a certain way. Get paid. You know, I'm just trying to be able to be able to like, shit. I'm trying to figure out how to fuck to get rid of my goddamn fibroids so I can be able to bear children later. Like I have so many battles that I'm fighting. I think it's so fucking unfair to put your battle on mine and tell me that I'm obligated to do it. That's bullshit. I think I think sometimes people in general, especially now in this day and age, is just like. They just don't. We don't take in consideration other, other people, people's problems. Yeah, and we what don't. other people are going we, through because you're don't. only thinking about your situation and what you need I, to get exactly and the point you need to get across. And it's fucking selfish. Mm-hmm. Just think about how selfish that is. Like you don't consider what we battling on a daily fucking basis. Mm-hmm. And now I gotta put you on my back. Yeah, it's and like, that's just and that's my whole issue with it because I'm like, yo, like it's like it's turning into a bully situation, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, if I see something in the street where a trans woman's getting beat up on and stuff like that, I'm stepping up and saying, because this shit yeah. is fucking wrong. But you're not going to tell me that it's my duty, it's my motherfucking job to be fighting and taking on your battles when I'm just still got my, my, my little ones that I'm trying to deal with now. That shit is whack, B. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. Like, that shit is whack. It's whack. I don't like it. I don't like it. Like I said, we had to create our own space. If you feel like you... Like, you know what? And that's the thing. People have to understand, too. Create your own avenues. Mm-hmm. That could be such a great business opportunity. People don't look. People are so busy trying to be inclusive, they don't even see the business money aspect of things. If what, what I want people to start looking at things when you, start, when you create a business, is what I wish there was more of. Right. You know, instead of I, trying to be included, included yeah, f- create your own oh, shit exactly how you want, want it, it to be. be. So you there won't be no. No, you don't have to walk on eggshells and, you know, you can have the time that you need. You can present it the way that you want to present it. That would be so fucking dope. And when people approach you mad about it, say, listen, I saw a gap in the market. Mm-hmm. I created this shit. They can't be mad at no, you can't, and they can't be mad because you created your own lane. That's what people have to start doing. Right. Look at things from a like, problem solving perspective and be like, yo, this is a perfect opportunity for us to do our own shit. I feel like and you'll probably be fire as fuck. I also feel like in a black community, that's one of our biggest issues. Yeah. Too. We spend so much time fighting. Yo, those people who already created that, they're already on to the next shit. But we fighting to be in their current shit. Exactly. And we spend so much time just. You know, wasting our time when it's just like, yo, we need to create our own shit. We do. Everything Everything ain't going to be for everybody. It's not. And it's- so, at some point, it's, somebody got to step up and be like, listen, clearly they don't want us here. So. Let me do my own thing. Like, you, I'm telling you, if somebody is trans that's listening to this, do, start, do your own thing. Start your own way. Be that Be that person. Be that pioneer. You know, don't be, don't force yourself to be included in groups. Like, you, why, why should you, why are you begging to be a part of somebody else's shit? You ain't dope enough or something? Get your own shit. Like, you, also, you're great enough to do it. I don't want to be in anything that someone was basically like, oh, come on. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> like, like, I'm a fucking burden. Yeah. All right. Let's like, you're a burden. Fine. And that's the thing. Like, exactly. Why would you want to do that? Create your own lane. Yeah, I guess I understand it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult. But listen, 
black women been doing it forever and everything has to start from somewhere it's, yeah it starts like, somewhere we had no choice everything in this world is put in motion because somebody started it and so i think sometimes sometimes i think we just miss the bigger picture just um just being so focused on the fight like so many people want to fight right fight 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 fight, fight. nobody just want to sit there and be like yo fuck out of here i ain't fighting i'm just doing my own shit you- i'm creating my own lane you know, so crazy. I was reading some of the comments, and I seen there was a trans woman arguing with people, and then she was still say, "I'll fuck you up, bitch." Da 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 da. And I'm like, "That's the narrative. Like, that's the narrative that scares people. You know, because somebody disagrees, and it's just like, take the time out to understand why people disagree, and it's just like, then you want to be violent about it. Unfortunately, to be honest, genetically, you're still stronger than us. So if you punch me in my face, I'm going down." You know, like this, these, these are some of the people. That, uh, I'm not saying that you guys all like that because it's not. I think it's very far and few between our, who are assholes like this person in the comments. But it's just like that's what, what people are afraid of. And that's what a lot of black women have an issue with. It's just like, yo, y'all talk greasy to us and want to fight us if we disagree with something that y'all do or say or whatever. And then ask, want us, you demand us, demand that we let you in in our spaces. Like, like what the fuck? Like, which one is it going to be? Are you going to be with you us? Are you going to be or you're not? Yeah, right? you're going to be with us or you're going to be against us. Like, what? what is it? But you know what? Also, in the the, the, LGBT, the LGBTQ community. I think it's IC yeah. now, too. Huh? Intersexuality. Then you have something that is over to see. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> there are... Um, great, I lose my train of thought. I'm sorry, uh, but I'm just saying it's my letters. Um, there's a lot of transphobia within that community too. Yeah, that is very so true. So I think for them, it's just like, damn, it's like they feeling on so many sides. But instead of us like, instead of us fighting with people, at some point, someone just gotta be like, all right, we need to start our own. Exactly. That's just it, and I think. I think that's the best way to I go think about things. Way. And don't, mm-hmm. the first time you do it, it's going to look like shit. We already know that. It's not going to be amazing. You keep on working at it. You keep, keep on. Keep doing it. And keep doing it. You keep, keep spreading going. the word. You keep doing what you have to do. But like, yeah, I don't want to be nowhere that don't want me. And I like I said, like, create the spaces that you want so no one can try to tell you how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like for us, like, I feel like black people really need to start making more service-based businesses. Yep. You know? And... You know, we complain about like going being followed around in supermarkets and things like that, and they don't have certain things for us and produce, yeah. or think like those examples like pharmacies and. Okay, but everybody that opens up a business is oh, it has everything to do with hair, nails, lashes, or something. You know, and it's just like okay, we complain, but it's like we don't have any service based businesses. Craziest story yesterday. That's not really the craziest story, but yesterday me and Don were. Dawn, I went with Dawn to get her nails done. And we went to like a very popular night spot. And Dawn gets there and she she went there an hour before and they were really packed. So the lady was like, come back an hour and 15 minutes. So when Dawn gets there, the lady was like, oh, you came back too late. So Dawn was like, well, can anyone take me? Well, I tell you, this woman literally was ignoring Dawn. She's like, black? No, she was Asian. Mm. Um, or Chinese or... Dawn was like, well, can anyone take me? And she, like, Dawn literally had to kept keep asking her. And I, li- I looked at Dawn, I said, let's leave. This woman is ignoring you. Yeah. Like, 
I don't want to give my, bi- my it, business. It was away. one thing. I could see if she was like, let me just get my mind together. Let me get my, let me, t- let me try to figure out like, is anyone done? Like she, it's not like she was like, hey, is anyone done yet? Can anyone take this? Part? She literally just kept ignoring Don. Don had to, Don had to keep um asking her. And then the lady finally was like, oh, pick a color, pick a color. But I was just like, no, let's go. Like she's fucking ignoring you. Mm-hmm. And ain't going to want your $45 for a jail <laughs> manicure. Nah, bitch, fuck you. <coughs> exactly. And I'm just like. Listen, it's like we get disrespected by these people, yet we still give them our money. Mm-hmm. And at some point, like, when someone gonna be like, "Yo, fuck this shit," mm-hmm. no, they're not. And that's, what, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's important just for us to create our own avenue so we can now have to deal with shit like that, right? You know, and 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 the same thing. You know, I, I want the trans people to not have to depend on people to say like, "Okay, you're welcome to the party now." To get some type of recognition, you deserve recognition with or without people. You should be able to, you should be able to create your own space where you you control the narrative in your space. Right. Don't let no one because what are they gonna do? Black Girls Rock is gonna have like a small ass segment about you guys, and you guys are gonna complain I about that because be it's not enough. enough. Mm-hmm. It's still not gonna be good enough. So you might as well create your own way, you know. And that's that. That's all, you know. Like stop waiting for people to include you. I agree with that. And don't, don't don't and don't bully people to make like I don't bully people into guilt to get your way like that's some that's some childish ass childish ass shit. Yeah, that's, because like yeah, that's, just because you got an eye roll and a door open is still like they don't want you there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So Ma- imagine, and I'm not saying that Black Girls Rock does not want trans people there. Like I'm not saying that. Because yeah, we don't know. I don't know anything. I just right. don't like the fact that you know I feel like it's always us that has to take on or. or or, you know, bear everyone else's burdens and have to, like, we always have to be like, okay, we always have to include someone to make somebody feel comfortable, but no one does that for us. Literally. Like, we are still... Nobody stands here. up for us. Nobody. Like, and we are still yeah, trying to find a way to celebrate our, our beauty and everything. And then you're going to tell us that we that is our job, to and, and, and especially in our spaces? Like, no. Like, I, I would never be... I would never be for people not getting jobs because they're trans. I would never be... Uh, uh, for people being discriminated or or anything, but our space is yeah. But let my space be my space, and your space be your space. And if we want to come together later on in the future, that's totally fine. But don't tell me and demand it that you deserve to be in my space. That that goes for any fucking body. That goes to and I don't care what color, gender, or however you your sexual preference, how you identify yourself that day. I don't care if today you want to be a tree and tomorrow you want to be a you like like you know whatever whatever it is. I don't care. Like, just let us let. Don't push that on us. That's all I'm saying. Cause I don't. We don't have to do a fucking thing. Cause we got enough on our plate already as it is. Just yeah, already motherfucking tired. 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 Well, guys, thank you for listening to the show. Again, if you have um, any ideas, yeah, let us know about this speed dating event. Let us know. Also, a girl hit me up two weeks ago wanting to be on the podcast and you were supposed to be on the podcast this week but i literally could not find the dm from the last time we speak to from the last time we spoke to um catch up with you and because you know like now instagram just deletes dms however they want to or they pop up they delete they do whatever they do right. so if you still want to be on the show like dm me i just can't find you i don't i don't know um Thank you guys for listening, and we will be here next week. Bye. Bye.